The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Christy Scales, Aisha Morrison, Nicole Hutchison, and Jess Navarez. Welcome into Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys in the SWBC studio. I'm Nicole Hutchison alongside Aisha Morrison and Jess Navarez. Ladies, we got, oh, wait, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday. Four more days. You know I'm mad a little bit. Four more days <laughs> until game day against the Panthers. Of course, um, McCarthy in the press conference saying that they still want to go out there and play ball um, and play their way of football, play to their standard despite of what the record is for the Panthers. Uh, but a lot of things to touch on today. We've got Peyton Hendershot that will be making his return back. Yeah. Um, and a lot of other things. We'll, first, we'll start with you, Jess. You got to see Peyton um, – um, in locker room today. So what did you kind of catch from him? Yeah, so um, Peyton was sitting in his locker, and I noticed what he was doing was watching film and taking notes um, today. And so that was cool to see. So I just went up to him, and I was like, hey. And this is before we knew that right. he was being designated for return. Um, and this is before we knew the practice status mm-hmm. for today. And so I uh, just went up to check on him, and I said, hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Uh, he gave me the green light, said it's all good. And I said, physically, great. Mentally, where are you? And he said, I'm good. I'm doing really good. And he was, like, so focused on his notes. I was like, all right, man, I'll leave you alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're clearly trying to get stuff done. But I I am very excited to see uh, kind of how he comes back. Uh, seems like he feels just fresh overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did think that was a little interesting nugget to throw in there about uh, him sitting in his locker taking yeah. notes. Because uh, you... When you're in locker room, you don't always see that. You don't always see the guys actually studying and working. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it, it spoke volumes. Looking back in hindsight, it spoke volumes that he's taking his notes. He's getting ready to yeah. do what he can. So Adds another weapon to this offense, uh, yeah. especially for Dak to have. What does this do for this offense, Aisha, um, having a guy like Peyton Hendershot back on this team? Um, well, for him in particular, it gives yeah. him another shot. You know, to this, he's an undrafted free agent. You know, mm-hmm. he worked his tail off to get here. Gives mm-hmm. him another opportunity to to show them why he brought they brought him here. Mm-hmm. And um, also, too, when you look at it schematically, the Cowboys are doing a lot in eleven personnel. We talked about it yesterday mm-hmm. and, and what that is and what that looks like. Um, having a lot of success with the Brandon Cook, C.D. Lamb. Um, Jake Ferguson and another wide receiver, whether that be Michael Gallup or Jalen Tolbert, out of that formation. And um, but there is something that Mike McCarthy does a lot, which is twelve personnel, which is he's had a history of doing that. And so we're not seeing it as much, just because you're not getting much from your other tight ends on yeah. a consistent basis as a receiver. Peyton Hendershot has receiving qualities. So him coming in, obviously, you know, being focused, the concentration, all that, I think is going to be important, and it may be able to open up some things in this passing game mm-hmm. um, if he can come in and be successful. I'm I'm all for it. You know, he, I'm sure he's hungry to get back out there. And I've seen Peyton Hendershot, and I know what he's capable of. So hopefully he does, to your point, add yeah. some some. To this offense, <laughs> to this big old hen dog. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for hen dog, man. Yeah. Like, uh, it's it's hard being yeah. out and kind of watching from the sidelines. But we've talked about it this season, <clears throat> how much this offense has been 
a little bit easier to digest, it seems like, for a lot mm -hmm. of these players. But let's see if that benefits him as well coming off this injury and being able to integrate back into this offense. Yeah, I think the pass pro, too, is another thing that I'm interested to see how he can be integrated in. Maybe getting some of that help yeah. on the right side of the line a little bit more with yeah. him. Um, and so I'm interested to see because a big conversation with Mike a couple of weeks ago was, hey, if Terrence is struggling a little bit, why not get him some help from the tight ends mm -hmm. on that side of things? And he said, well, it would take away from the passing game and the receiving threats yeah. that you have on the field with those tight ends. But if you add another one in the mix, you kind of don't mm. have to worry about that being eliminated and you can have the best of both worlds here. Yeah. So yes. um, excited to see how we can see a little bit more Peyton involved. And yeah. I, I don't know when specifically that could happen, but we do know that the Cowboys are pretty notorious for their <laughs> ramp-up phase, so to see him kind of start this ramp-up is, yeah. is what I'm thinking we're going to see this mm -hmm. week um, is is going to be very telling, I think, for yeah. how soon you mm -hmm. could see him. Yes. For a guy like Jake Ferguson, who's playing very well right now, would you all like to see Peyton Moore in pass pro, or would you want to see him kind of – Get some touches and see what he can kind of do. He's gonna have to do it all. Mm, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing about tight end is that, and that's why I can I consider it one of the hardest positions mm -hmm. to play in football because you're not just um, you're an extension of the offensive yeah. line and also to your acts to be an adequate passer as well. I mean, a uh, receiver yeah. as well. So. Um, to Jess's point, you know, with Mike McCarthy mentioning, it goes back to the 12 personnel thing. When you can put two tight ends on the field, and right now what you're seeing is like, and this is no knock to schoolmaker or those guys, but people are really like, if it's not 87, we don't care. Yeah. And, you know, so if you could bring in a wrinkle where, you know, um, Peyton is doing something like he's blocking and then he's mm -hmm. slipping to the outside, and we know that he has that ability to do that stuff, that, that kind of adds things. We also saw him do some... Um, jet sweep type stuff mm. and some wheel route type stuff like they added some wrinkles last year even so to kind yeah. of try to get him involved mm. to see he's just another piece and like we talked about that's one of the things I've been disappointed in this season is yeah. the lack of production from the tight ends outside of Jake Ferguson it also puts a lot of pressure on Jake yeah. to be everything you know so for Peyton we know those guys are boys mm -hmm. um, hopefully Peyton is able to step up and, and you know make things a little bit easier for his number one but also to be a consistent um, part of this offense, tight ends really can change an mm -hmm. offense. They really can. They can really make it uptick. I think that's why we've seen it be better recently because of Jake Ferguson. So sprinkle in some Henny and let's see what happens. Sprinkle in some Henny. I like that. I like mm -hmm. that. Uh, hopefully Luke Schoonmaker can actually, you know, kind of get the ball rolling too. Oh, that absolutely. Really, that yeah. would really help um, with that tight end room. But competition we also, is good, girl. Competition is yeah. good. Um, but and got, not to huh? sleep on Sean McEwen, guys. Come yes. on. She's not. She's I don't not. play when it comes to that. Yep, I didn't want to leave him out. No, you can't because his, his his blocking, you want to talk about blocking He's abilities yeah, from a tight end? <laughs> he has been consistent with that and yeah. consistently improving from what was already good starting from what we mm -hmm. saw at training camp even into now. And so to me, when your tight end can keep up with the veterans in the room as far yeah. as your pass blocking and the, the consistent pass blocking grades that he've, he's gotten – um, throughout these last mm -hmm. few weeks that he was elevated to the roster. Yeah. Look, maybe he's not in the receiving threat aspect of things, but it's, again, he's doing something that 
you don't notice he's doing because he's doing it well. He's doing the and dirty so work. And yeah. so he is. He's doing the grunt work. He's Absolutely. doing the dirty work. Um, so I, I don't want to, I'm just saying, I don't want to, like, not give him credit for yeah. what he's been contributing as well. That's my bad. My bad. I know Jess. All good? All Jess good. had it covered, though. I Jess. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, looking at the practice report, we've got pretty much a boom, 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 healthy boom, team. Boom, 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 boom. we got a pretty much healthy team, you That's a blessing. That's a blessing. I don't even want to say it out loud. Won't he do it? it. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's go ahead and knock on wood. Oh, okay. Uh, please. I mean, it, it's, it, it, but it's good. It, it's, yeah, I mean, it is. You know, this wasn't look at wood, babe. being this is baby. <laughs> it's okay. I, I We're see. getting somewhere. Metal. What y'all laughing about? Because she said knock on wood. I was like, that's plastic. And then she said, we're getting somewhere. And she hits here, which is metal. Oh, okay. I just kind of took the L and knowing it wasn't it wasn't wood. I was okay with it. I hit it over here. We're good. Sorry. Right. We're good. We're good. The fact that it's week 11, y'all. Yeah. Like, that's what. And so when you mentioned the health <clears> of the team right now, that that's it is a good thing because I just, I when I looked up and I seen week 11, Cowboys versus Carolina, <laughs> I said, Week eleven. Yeah. I mean, this is flying by. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to your point, the the health of the team being pretty good overall right now is it's awesome. Yeah, and this game yeah. is pretty much the longer the team, the longer lasting team as far as health wise. Hey, a better chance. It's a big part. Taking yeah. a big part of it in the playoffs, especially. Yeah, yeah. 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 I also think too, <clears throat> you know, with what you saw, how kind of scrappy things were getting at the end of the mm-hmm. Giants game. And they did not hold off. It was yeah. all all gas, no breaks with how physical the Giants were playing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, talking to some of the guys in the locker room, like, yeah, yeah, we do feel sore. So they are banged up. It's, it's not like you're, you're going into this part of the season. And this goes around the league, I think. But you're not going into the season fully unscathed. I mean, yeah. there's nobody that Everybody feels got right incredible now. right now. Everyone's a little banged up. So the guys that did pop up on the injury report today – Again, I think it's just a product with how physical of a game that these Giants-Cowboys games typically are. There's a lot more riding on these games, guys. Whether the Giants yeah. were a, a, a should-be or a should-win for this team, it doesn't mean that the Giants weren't putting it all out there to try to try to at least be more physical. So yeah. um, some of the names popped up on the injury report. Uh, saw some Twitter <coughs> panic. Yeah. Everybody fully participated in the walkthrough, which is a, the first step of a good sign for what could come uh, later this week in practice. Yeah. And also we want to acknowledge uh, Jake Ferguson again, uh, Mike McCarthy uh, acknowledging, sorry, y'all. I know I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, Mike McCarthy um, acknowledging that he does know that Jake has a big decision to make. Um, and so Layton, uh, Layton, I'm sorry, Layton. Oh, we were just talking light. about Titans. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was like, uh, he knows that Layton has a big decision to make. Um, so, um, that's something that they want to give him time to really um, think about, you know, as far as his career and hopefully that he can still be around and things like that. So what were some of your thoughts on that? Yeah, no. So uh, going into locker room today, we had both Marquise Bell and Damone Clark in there, which to talk to both of them today was it was very eye opening for mm-hmm. not only kind of where their mindset is right now, but what's been going on the past few weeks because something that's just been a reoccurring theme that we keep hearing from uh we heard from mike Mm -hmm. we heard from marquise we heard from damone was Layton has still been here he's been very active and still being a part of this team whether it be in group chats saying hey guys Mm -hmm. let's do this whether it be an extra pair of eyes on the sideline helping them diagnose uh marquise called him he went a step to say he's been like another coach to us really Mm -hmm. uh being on the sideline for us and so um 
what I also thought was really cool because we like to talk about the human element that these players are first before being players on this podcast is Damone was talking about when he was going through his rehab process and you know we've talked about this before Leighton would sit in there with him and have conversations really encouraging conversations with him um saying hey your time's coming your time's yeah. coming and then you know throw back to that last season Anthony Barr was out it was Damone's turn to step in and Leighton told him all right it's your time now you got this and so today talking to Damone he said that one of the biggest lessons that Leighton has taught him is just be you just go be you don't be anything else don't try to be anything else go be you but um Damone talked about you know Leighton was there for him through some of those dark times when he was in his rehab process and all of the emotions he felt because he said we're humans too we feel very dark times as well um and he said so now it's his turn he said it's my turn to kind of return the favor be there for my mentor and my brother my locker mate my teammate um and he said so I'm gonna return that favor and and we're gonna be there for him no matter what he decides so it was it's pulling at the heartstrings in the locker room this morning and uh it was it, it although we don't know what Leighton is going to decide it seems mm-hmm. like no matter what he decides he will forever have a special place in this locker room yeah mm-hmm. and that'd be interesting to see if they bring him like maybe on the staff somewhere, like things like that. Work, you know, maybe yeah. work him um, somewhere around yeah. um, just to keep him around. That'll be pretty interesting to see. But yeah, let's go ahead and talk about this Panthers-Cowboys mm. yeah. matchup or lack thereof. Sorry. Too soon. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and break it down. I'm sorry. I'm hurting. Um, let's, yeah, let's go ahead and break this down. Um, there's a lot of things going on with the Panthers. Mm. Um one and eight, they have the worst record in the NFL right now. Um, coaching change is about to be a play caller. It's just oh, yeah. a Frank whole Reich lot of taking over. As yeah, head coach taking over the play calling in the middle of the season is that's mm. tough, man. It's just it's yeah. tough. It's it's a lot going on down there. Yeah, what you got? I, I don't know. I mean. How do you adjust to being the play caller midway through the season? I, I, I don't really know. I, I'm I'm just kind of like... You only do it when you're at dire strength. Yeah. <laughs> say that. When you have to do it. You do it. Yeah. You only do it when it's it's completely necessary. And, man, like... Yeah. Um, t- before we start talking about this offense, I want to be, mm-hmm. like... I want to be transparent, you know, just because I watched... Um, I watched Bryce Young. uh mm-hmm. watched his college tape doing the draft and just saw the player that he was. And I just think watching him, it, it just, again, shows that where you're placed and, and wh- where you're drafted and just how things fall are really important to a Q- QB's development. I feel like I want to be very careful. Um, I think we all have to be careful in how we evaluate young quarterbacks because there are just so many factors that play into it. And um, and everybody's a little microwave about young quarterbacks, I feel like now, is that we expect for them to be whatever mm-hmm. right away. But, yeah, this this offense, back to it, this offense yeah. is struggling. They're averaging about 17 points per game in – that's 29th in the league, and when you look at um, the Cowboys' defense, they yeah. only allow 18. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, this, it really starts with the offensive line, mm-hmm. baby. <laughs> baby. Um, they've given up 32 sacks this year, um, yeah. just really struggling to just consistently move the ball or for the quarterback to have time. And the thing is, is that when the quarterback does have time, <clears throat> the baby's back there overthinking a bit. Yeah. And it's just... It's tough, man. It's really tough because, like, I think this offense overall is is really stagnant in mm-hmm. a way. And, I mean, we'll get into it more. Yeah. But, yeah, that's 
at first glance, it's yeah. it, it's not. It's, not it's a lot good. of not good going on offensively yeah. for them, and it really starts with the quarterback and the offensive line. So, what you got? You looked at some film. You looked at some stuff. Or stuff. I mean, as much as I could. Yeah. Yeah, it hurts uh, a little bit. As much as I could handle. Um, no, but what I think is so interesting, and we talked about this. We do talk about this a lot when you're talking about an unfamiliar opponent, an uncommon opponent is. They're going to give you a lot of unscouted looks, and I thought it was interesting that Mike McCarthy even talked about that in his press conference today, is that you're going to get a lot of unscouted looks, and they have to be prepared for that, because what have we seen before? Let's take Bay a little Bay. trip they back don't play to nobody. Lane. They don't play nobody and play the it's, Cowboys like no, it's... No, this is going to be their Super Bowl. Like their Super Bowl. This is going to be their <laughs> Super Bowl. And, yeah. and here's the thing. If your team is absolutely deflated to the point where your head coach has to take over your play calling, what better way to rebound and be like, hey, we still have some juice left in the tank than to go out there and beat this and Cowboys team? Yeah. I mean, really, they have nothing else to lose at this point. Mm-hmm. What Seriously. The Cowboys are going in here having having more to lose than they do. And talking to some of the guys today, um, you know, I always – there's a couple players, and, and I won't name who, but that I go up to every week and I say, all right, what's the message for the week? What, are your, what, is, what is your message for the week? And it's always interesting because they're very honest about it, and then I usually hear McCarthy kind of echo that same sentiment in his press conference. And today it was um, don't play to their level play to your level Say and you that. continue to play to your level. Mike kind of said that in the in the presser earlier and um, a couple of the guys that I did get to talk to and I asked them every week that was kind of the biggest message was mm-hmm. to continue to play at their level and not take it down a notch just because they think that it's an easy win and they don't. They said we're not worried about anything but what we're doing and so I think if they keep that one track mind tunnel vision Again, this should be another easy win. This should be another mm-hmm. sit down in the fourth quarter situation. Um, but again, a lot of uh, unscouted looks are going to go into this one. So they have some pieces. Makes it interesting. I got a little fun fact, y'all. Oh, I'm so this, <laughs> the Cowboys have a chance to end their losing streak on the road, right? Yep. No, to oh. a number one overall quarterback pick in their rookie year. Mm-hmm. This Sunday. Yes. That's a good one. Bryce Young. The last win they got was in 1971. That was against former Patriots quarterback Jim Plunkett. Since then, they're 0-4 with losses to Michael Vick, David Carr, Eli Manning, and Jameis Winston. Wow. Who are the opponents? (laughs) I ain't even going to hold you. I mean, like, that list ain't not a bad list to be losing to, I guess. For sure. But you also do need that road win, too. You need that road win. You need the road win. For sure. You're 100% correct. That's that's my thing about playing to your level. Mm -hmm. Playing to, to me, this team taking the next step. We've seen the improvements offensively. We've seen some of the things that the adjustments they've made. The biggest adjustment to me is winning on the road. Mm-hmm. And also to uh, the penalties on the road. I know that's that's her jam yeah. right there. Um, <laughs> Don't get because when you started. play a team like this that is still just trying to sort things out, they're the biggest thing they can do is try to muddy up the game and mm-hmm. to to make it you know a lot more of a tough a tough tough game <laughs> and a tough game plan. Um, it's crazy because when you look at this team, like especially I looked at them defensively, and I mean. They're pretty good on third down. Yeah. Now they're ninth in the NFL on third down. They're seventh in yards per game. But they are terrible in the red zone. Mm. Like, they're like 30th in red. So, yeah. what? what is it? Okay, okay, okay. So, I was going to ask y'all. So, okay, so you do bend, don't break. <laughs> because that's typically what it means. Yeah. It's like yeah. you'll give up yards, but you won't break in the red zone. What yeah. do you call Is it break, don't bend? <laughs> what do you call it when, you, when you, you're good? 
no between br- the 20s, but then when you get in the red zone, you terrible. Unproductive. Bit. That's what That's you call it. I will. Dang but, it. But you, I think she's trying to use the word. I, bend, no, I break. get it. But like, don't bend, break. Don't break, bend. Yeah, that this secondary. I don't know. But. Their secondary is kind of scrappy, though, y'all. They got a few players. Like, I, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to jail. I'm, I'm, no, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. You broke my brain. No, what I think she's trying to. <laughs> That's why I say y'all. my brain doesn't feel like it's working right now. Their defense um. is confusing, but in fairness, they're on the field a lot because yeah. their offense is putting them in tough spots and they're not getting much from their offense. Um, I I don't know, like watching them defensively, I was very surprised. I was like, oh, they can do some stuff. Like they're they're scrappy on that back end. They don't give up. They don't give up a whole bunch um, in the secondary, but man, in the yeah. red zone they struggle. So the the Cowboys can continue mm-hmm. this streak of getting into the red zone. That was a big part of the conversation. Um, it's been a big part of the conversation, yeah. you know, since the season started. Is why aren't they scoring in the red zone? Yeah. Well, QB's using his legs, and it's Hello. it's confusing people down there. Then. Yep. So, um, yeah, like it's it's tough. It's tough because their offense is just. It hurts. Well, on the note, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like... Well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Stadium on Saturday, December 9th to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Take a tour of AT&T Stadium, get autographs from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and alumni, play games, head out to the Miller Lighthouse, and even play on the field. Don't forget to get your photo with Santa and Mrs. Claus as well. Visit attstadiumcom slash rallydays for tickets and more information. Mrs. Claus is that girl. <laughs> Big Santa fan over here. <laughs> she that girl. She is. She is her. She the boss. Yes, she is. Oh I don't God. think Santa makes any of those decisions. <laughs> Ooh, well, <laughs> Mark McCarthy got some decisions to make. Oh, oh. Good, good transition. No, I'm it? just playing. You know. Um, actually, he does. Yeah, <laughs> no, but really. <laughs> no, but really. Uh, that's to get his team ready for this game on Sunday. Um, no matter who they're playing, of course, like you said, Jess, they are prepared. Um, but if we talk about this offense, the Panthers offense, sorry. <clears throat> and the Panthers' defense, I'm sorry. Um, they're the sixth-ranked passing defense mm-hmm. in the NFL. And you mentioned it. You touched on it earlier. They don't give up a lot in the secondary. So, for me, it's going to be interesting. That, and they kind of, from watching a little bit, 
they run some man, some zone, and they kind of like do combine packages, if that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. sometimes a little man at the line of scrimmage, and then secondary, mm. they play zone. So it'll be fun to see how CD and Brandon Cooks, oh, yeah. some of those guys, match up with their corners. Um, what Do you think that there's a test at all for those guys? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I do. I, I strongly believe that, especially with <clears throat> this team, you know, kind of veering towards being more of an aerial attack it feels like you don't snuff at the opportunity to go up against you know a secondary that is i I wrote it down i consider them scrappy they're scrappy they're they're gonna fight as much as they can especially given the fact i think they are aware of what their offense is doing so they put a little bit more Mm -hmm. into their game as much as they can um they're not getting a whole bunch of turnovers but they're effective in coverage. So to your point, I, I, we're looking for this offense to continue this streak like we talked about. I don't want it to be a Brandon Cooks week one week and then it's like we don't see him yeah. at all this week. How can we continue mm-hmm. to build upon what this receiving threat is becoming mm-hmm. and sprinkle in some more of those other guys too that we kind of got saw we saw get involved in this yeah. past game too, like the Jalen Brooks and Jalen mm-hmm. Tolbert and those gentlemen as well. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's sorry, okay. Are you okay? I'm good. Do you need water? I'm good. Go ahead. Okay. Let's <laughs> say if you need it. Thanks. Okay. Um, what I was going to say, too, is they're, uh, the cornerback core with the Panthers, pretty experienced. I mean, mm-hmm. there's some younger guys sprinkled in there, but for the most part, especially when you're talking about man and press, mm-hmm. it's not going to be as easy as people think, and it should be. But what we have typically seen from the Cowboys, it takes a second to warm up, yeah. and that's okay. But what I am interested, Aisha, to your point, is I do want to continue to see, you know, how do I say this nicely? I don't want to see them take a step back from the progress that they started to make against the Giants Mm -hmm. because they have... Uh, a favorable matchup ahead of them either um you want to continue to see brandon cooks but you also want to continue to see guys like jake ferguson (laughs) sorry kyle's passing by over here hello kyle um (laughs) um, you want to see guys like jake ferguson and just really that tight end room for Mm. me is what i'm going to be looking at is yes you would love to see jake continue to do what he's doing but i want to see schoon i really want to see schoon in this matchup a lot because we're talking about a game of confidence and we're talking about that in terms of michael gallup last week i think you're kind of seeing a similar situation with luke schoonmaker in this offense is he's had some dropped passes he had that uh almost touchdown a couple weeks ago he needs the one big play and i think this could be the game where Yes, cornerbacks are going to be trying to do what they're going to do with CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Jake Ferguson a little bit more. I want to see a little bit more of Schoon get involved this week Um, because I think this is a good matchup for him to do it and build that confidence, especially before you get into that span of three games in 12 days. So if you're Mike McCarthy, are you being creative as far as play calling, saying, hmm, let's run some different things to get Schoon involved? Or is it kind of like, let's, let's just keep what we have going Um, from the Giants in the games before. I don't think you give any unscouted looks here. I don't Mm. think this is the matchup you need to do it, but I do think (laughs) in the red zone, you Mm. try to get Schoon a little bit more involved because you should try to see what works for you well in the red zone now. Now that you have your receiving threat to get you down the field, and the red zone hasn't been a problem like it was a few weeks ago, but you can start to get a little bit more creative, start getting Schoon involved. Rico, Tony Pollard, starting to get Mm. more of those guys in the red zone more involved because that will only make you better as a consistent threat in the red zone. Mm. So mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily think you force it, 
But um, if it's favorable, the look's right there for Dak and Schoon's open, take it. Yeah, that's my thing. Um, I mean, <clears throat> being this late into the season and um, although, like, I do feel similarly that, you know, you, you don't want to give up on your third-round pick. You want to continue mm. to – or second, 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 second. 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 Oh, baby, I'm slipping <laughs> okay. in the polls. It's okay. Your second-round pick. <laughs> um, but at the same token, we are about that time in the season where it's like, we, if you if you ain't got it yet – yeah then we're going to have to continue. We're going to have to. And I, and, I, and and if I'm being honest, I think that plays a huge role mm. in why Peyton Hendershot has gotten, the, <clears throat> it's gotten elevated. Yeah. It's because even though Schoon has done fantastic in blocking, the opportunities they've given him as, as a receiving threat, he hasn't delivered yet. And, mm. I mean, it's it's been 11 weeks at this point. So it's like, yeah, if he's, if he's there, yeah, absolutely. But at this point in the season, when you're about to go on this run and you're trying to go on this run, you, you, you need reliability. Mm. So, um yeah, I would. I I do want to see from this offense uh, in the run game. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, in the run game, how this offensive line continues to gel and build and find some things that they do well. Also, too, you mentioned Rico in the red zone stuff Rico. like that. Getting them involved um, because no knock to the Carolina linebackers and, and they can play some. They can play some ball. Deion Jones is there and he's he's a baller. Um, but I do think there are some favorable matchups. Uh, this this offensive line, I, I want to see them consistently get to the second level and to, mm-hmm. and to com- their communication to be a little tighter, their spacing be a little bit better. This would be a good game to maybe kind of continue yeah. to try to implement that, that mm-hmm. run game, even though um, I think the pass will be there as well. Yeah, especially with the run game, um, there's like a little diagram on here mm-hmm. where you can see how many runs Rico Dottle had for five or more plus yards, and that was to the left side. One, two, three, four, strong five, side. Six, we seven. talked about this. Yeah, seven. This. Seven of them came to the strong side. Mm. Um, he had four runs for between zero and five yards uh, to the right side. Um, of course, with Terrence Steele and Zach, um, and one tackle for loss. But I mean, I think that's that's encouragement, yeah. you know, for this offensive line. So maybe this is also a game where you, like, mentioned, yep. um, maybe try to, you know, see how Terrence Steele holds up in the game like this. Also. Um, the way, like, since you can, you know. Not you to mention, yeah. the Panthers are last in the NFL for defending the run. Mm. Ranked last. I said, <laughs> so if, if you want to try that run, please. <laughs> yeah, you might as well. Please. Yeah. Open the floodgates. <laughs> Maybe to try it out. Some, 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 yeah, some new things there, and yeah, I mean, so when yeah, when I went back and watched the game, it's just funny to watch. Like, the teams that really don't want, they really don't want Tony to beat you, so they are like loading the box. Mm. And so when you look at Rico's runs, like I think Michael, Car- like he is, ha- he does have lighter boxes, but I think if you continue to put his tape on film and for him to continue to play, that's gonna change, baby. Because mm. he's already so hard to tackle, Rico. And it's like if you ain't got another guy in the box to help out, yeah, he's typically he looks like he's just gonna continue to get big runs. So I wonder if if he continues to they continue to play him, if he starts getting that same respect that Tony gets, and again that just mm. helps out your passing game still, like you in the box boss <laughs> we about to make you pay yeah so yeah i'm i, I want to see the run game to your point um this is a game that is that's the favorable matchup it is it is and when you talk about the secondary the run game is the favorable matchup so let's let's see what they run i think everything is favorable for you this cowboys team. I'm, that. I'm sorry it's the truth it's the no stats. it's favorable but that doesn't mean they need that to doesn't let mean up. they need to let up again we saw that 
against Arizona. We don't need to see that. Yeah, this defense. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the side yeah. of the ball that I'm I'm more yeah. so like, come on with it. Is the, the defense <laughs> um, just given everything we talked about mm-hmm. and where Carolina's? I mean, their offensive line, baby. Uh, they're giving up at almost four sacks a game. Excuse me. Three point six sacks a game. What's happening? I don't know. Y'all can't hear me. I don't know. I can hear you. I can't hear you. Oh no. Jazzy, can you can you hear? All right, let's go ahead and go to break Break, real quick. We're gonna figure out some technical difficulties. We will be right back. This is Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. the magic of the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at Christmas time. Available through the holiday season on select dates only, Christmas tours of the star get you VIP viewing. At Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza, a holiday-themed guided tour of the star and festive takeaways, including a limited edition ornament and a Santa hat. Space is limited. Book your visit at thestarinfrisco.com slash tours today. I'm going to need that ornament, guys. Mm. I'm going to need it. That's not a want. That's a need. I'm going to know what it looks like. I don't, but I need it. So you just want it. I just want it. So what? No, if it, I need what it. What if it's like not even cute? Well, there's one way to find <laughs> out. You can go to <laughs> starinfrisco.com/tours and figure it out. We got my mic working, y'all. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, uh, let's talk about this defense. Yes. Switch gears. Um, do y'all? Well, we already know this offense has has not really put on tape something that. This Cowboys defense can't handle. Um, but, again, they have to be ready for anything that comes to them on Sunday. Um, from what you've seen from Bryce Young, mm-hmm. um, I feel like, at least from what I saw, he hasn't really played well under pressure. And, of course, his offensive line, not really doing much help for him. Um, do you all think that he poses a threat at all for this for this defense, Cowboys defense? Yeah, because he's mobile. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that he does do well, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that has translated to his game yeah. is, like, he will take off, and he's elusive, he's speedy, he'll extend, he'll extend plays with his legs, and he's having to do that a lot. The only thing is, is, like, you're more afraid of the quarterback that's escaping and looking downfield like a Dak Prescott to mm-hmm. make the pass and not the quarterback that's just running for his life. And so yeah. 
I mean, maybe that's not a nice way to say it, but mm, running, he's yeah. running, he's running. You. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, he does pose a threat there still. And there are times that when he is, I thought, what game was, who, what game did they play? The Texans. I watched them against the Texans. <clears throat> when they have blocked things up pretty well for him, he can make passes. I mean, uh, DJ Chark is a guy that they got from the mm-hmm. Lions. Um, he's dealing with an elbow, so we don't know if he's going to go or not, but physical, speedy guy, got a lot of, he has, he has some bursts to him. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Mingo, I don't. I forgot what his first name is. I just wrote down Mingo. My bad, y'all. My my nose be chaotic. It's okay. But I watched him in the draft. Speedy, bursty guy. He can break tackles. He's huge. Um, there's some gentlemen that they have. Adam Thielen. We know that name. Heard that name a lot against mm-hmm. the Vikings. He's yep. Yep. he's kind of become for every young quarterback. He's the security blanket. He's yeah. the guy that is. He knows how to work back to the quarterback and help out this young guy and but I do think that Hayden Hurst the other tight end might get some burn too so they have gentlemen on that side that can make plays if there's there's things blocked up mm-hmm. quarterback is just struggling with accuracy yeah quarterback mm-hmm. is just struggling with mechanics quarterback is struggling with pressure like I'm you can literally see him like seeing the rush come mm-hmm. to him and he's he's panicking and I just yeah. I feel for him I really do because coaching Matters, matters so much yeah. for a young quarterback and you can just tell either there's a disconnect there with his coaches or this is just this is a gentleman that played at Alabama and yeah. he ain't scared like he's seen the lights so it's he's just he's really struggling and and, and to your to your point I'm I'm curious to see how Dan Quinn throws some different coverage looks at him and stuff like that because baby <laughs> if you disguise in something it's disguised it got a cloak yeah. on it he don't know what it is he it's like the Harry Potter thing. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be careful with him, too, though, on the move. He averages about 6.8 yards per rush. Um, so it's it's not like he's getting small chunks of the field when he is using his Oh, he'll legs. hurt you with his He's going to get yes. you. He's going to get you. So that run defense needs to be at an all-time yeah. high. The communication and the diagnosing <laughs> to the RPO specifically is going to be very key in this game. And, and uh, again, you want to talk about a run defense that – no longer has the question mark of if Leighton is returning. This is what you have now. Mm. And now that, you know, and, and I don't necessarily think that's something that everyone just found out. Yeah. Um, but now that that's the precedence going into this game, you start establishing that, yes, those were shoes to fill, but these are now your shoes that you're wearing for the rest of the season. Mm. So really defining what this run defense is here inside the box is going to be, uh, I think, key in this matchup as well. Is this a game to see kind of Micah get back in his groove? He was zeroed out last week. Um, do y'all feel like this is just some a game also to just to see him get um, a, a little, see a little bit more production from him? If not, oh well. Yeah. And I and I say this yeah. like I say this very yeah. firmly, and I, I just I, yeah. if not oh well because uh, when you look at Micah's game, his impact on the game is not always going to be flashy. It's not mm-hmm. always going to be pretty. But baby, when he's getting triple team, that's yeah. why Sam Williams is having success. When he's getting mm-hmm. triple and double team, that's why you see Dorrance Armstrong doing his thing. These guys can win on their own, but mm-hmm. how much more does it help when this when people are dedicating their lives, lives. <laughs> to make sure? Eleven is not going to tear up this game because it's another thing too is that when eleven makes a play, it radi- it radiates. It's something about it, and I and I, I so I understand why teams are doing it. But if not, we can still see Sam mm-hmm. Williams still continue to take an uptick. Also, Diggy Zua, yeah. um, Dorrance Armstrong, Armstrong yeah. Dante Fowler, who's had yeah. seven pressures last mm-hmm. week, like. Yeah. 
we can still see the other gentlemen around, you know, have success. But I do, I did notice something with Dan Quinn last week mm-hmm. is that he's using um, Sam, Micah, those guys up the A and B gap, which is mm. the middle over the center, which mm-hmm. it puts a lot of stress on a center, y'all, because they already have to make the calls. But to snap the ball and to get set when you have a guy that can come off the ball so fast, um, yeah. they used Sam Williams last week in this week. It was dope, actually. They made it look like he was rushing. He dropped into coverage as mm. a spy. Yeah. And that's how he almost got this, uh, the safety. That's, I mean, like, that's, that's crafty stuff. And it, yeah. that type of stuff is confusing for you young guy I do believe that this this defensive line still is going to have opportunities their center is struggling a little bit their right tackle is really having a hard time with speedy guys so we could see Micah have another you know great game but it's just there are going to be games where people like nah not 11 and the other guys got to step up I don't blame him but it's the same way though it's like when we talk about CD lamb if y'all are going to double CD lamb then Brandon Opens Cooks up is, for other guys. Absolutely. Yep. And so it's yep. a give and Fantastic take thing. Point. So I'm 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 cool with this is this could be a game where he back bounce back or whatever, mm-hmm. but his impact is bigger than what mm. I think the uh, conversation some is of right the conversation now. is right now. Absolutely. I mean, and if you expect people at this point in Micah's career to not do everything to neutralize him, what are we doing? How here? do you how do you not expect that at this point? And Micah expects that. Mm-hmm. Micah expects everything to come at him to hold him back from your quarterback especially when you have a Bryce Young that's uh struggling you don't want Micah by him so again no I agree with Aisha completely you worded it perfectly you said everything just so I I I, I, I knew (laughs) I knew you had something to say about it but no I agree I I agree completely with that and uh Mic drop to Aisha. I yeah. mean, you, we, the run game, though, like, that's something this defense, uh, obviously, Nicole, I, I, I don't know yeah. if you, you know, like, that's something that they've struggled with technically. Yeah. Cowboys have been better this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't make a mistake about it. Like, Chuba Hubbard is a good back. Yeah. Miles Sanders is a good back. But they're not getting, baby, mm-hmm. when I say there's, like, no lanes for real in this yeah. run game. So I also do – I still want to see how the Cowboys' gap integrity is, how they mm-hmm. tackle, how they rally. Because to your point yeah. earlier when you were you said that you asked Mike, what Mike McCarthy was talking about, mm-hmm. how to get your guys up for a game like this. There's a human element in this, man. It's People hard. don't want to talk about – It's hard. They know what they're watching on film. Mm-hmm. Baby, I synced it. If I synced it, I know they synced it. And it's like <laughs> – you still got to come out and play sound football. And you mentioned unscouted looks. I'm so glad you mentioned that because I expect that. I mm-hmm. do expect that Frank Reich has taken over. <clears throat> maybe they try to do some different things, you know, this week that they maybe haven't done this week. And yeah, but it's it's third. What's today? Thursday? It's Wednesday. 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 Okay. Let's... This might be the only time we're hearing about it, though. Mm-hmm. This might be the first time we're hearing true. about it. They might have made the decision yeah. later, and their preparation has been with him involved. So maybe. I know. mean, I also don't see them trying to change things <clears throat> drastically either. They can't. You can't. No, you can't because they you can't. can't make it more confusing than what it already is right now. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, <laughs> they can't. They're in a situation. They can't. They, baby, they can't. Um, they shouldn't I, at least. So I got something though that I think would, would was gonna was gonna make her happy. When you talk about oh. not right now. When you talk about <laughs> this off this this offense and can, them continuing their uptick, special teams matters. Ooh, you know I and love special I, teams. I this offense because they have been playing so porous. They have put their punter. In a lot of tough spots, mm. and he is punting that thing more than. I mean, he's punted See. the ball 41 times this season. 
Which 41. is that's crazy. Oh man, it's crazy. He's punted the ball 41 times this season. He's only had <clears throat> 16 inside the 20. Which mm, lets out of 41? Me, out of 41. Which lets me know, baby, that leg is... They get fatigued, too. We've talked yeah. to Jess. I know mm-hmm. we talked to Christy. We talked to these guys. <laughs> they feel fatigued, too. Yep. Yeah. And so with Kevontae Turpin and us not knowing what's going to happen with him... Was he on the interview board today? He yeah, was. He, pr- he participated. as well, baby. Uh, well, we'll see. It was a walkthrough. 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 Yeah. Whoever the returner is... Maybe we'll have opportunities to have returns in this game because this punter is kicking is we I would give them short fields yeah short fields opportunity mm-hmm. uh, cut the field in half for your offense let them be able to take advantage yep uh, that was something that I noticed and I was like I can't wait to tell Jess about it <laughs> you know, I, I noticed special teams <laughs> because special teams is something that gets kind of left out the conversation <clears throat> yeah, but it's absolutely. important it's, a, it's an extension of your offense and your defense mm-hmm. on both sides and I, I just feel like that punter baby. He, he's, they may have to give him a race yeah. because he punting for real. I was also he's for real. I was also thinking about this because uh, John Fossil said earlier in the week during his press conference how he's had to deal with the most roster changes this season than he probably ever has in his career That's so far. Fair. And you look at the the players that have gone down. So CJ Goodwin, obviously your special teams ace going down. Yeah. That shifted a lot of things for him. And then you can even go back to say, ooh, well, Kelvin Joseph was another situation where he was getting a lot of attention uh, from the special teams. And then Noah Igbenogany comes in. He hasn't been active. But then you even look at the linebacker room and how, you know, Layton's absence has changed things for special teams. There's there's been a lot of changes for Bones, is my point. And so Mike mentioned that today in, uh, in his press conference when he was talking about the linebacker development and saying that, Bones has been the one who's been challenged the most so far this season. And I just think, again, when you look at special teams, you kind of forget how important it is for for field position and, and how things trickle down. But just want to give kudos to John Fossil for absolutely handling these changes in the most professional way because yeah. a lot has happened that trickles right back down to special teams and he has handled it well and you've gotten good plays out of it you've gotten a jt more involved at gunner you have a sam williams have a good thrive and yeah. reignition in his career so special teams does a lot for people so some special teams and yeah. bones fossil he almost all those blocked coaches. punts last week yeah. too almost uh, he mm-hmm. he'd be bringing the heat yeah. he yeah. he can i feel like it's so Wanye thomas like that you call him John, I'd be like, I know it's weird. Bones, I, I, I don't know him as anything other. I'm like, who are you talking about? Oh, yeah. oh, that's his name. Bones. <laughs> Clearly, that's oh his government name. name. Clearly. <laughs> so yeah, I can't wait till yeah. tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah, talk to the guys in the locker room. Yes, feel, see some, you know, whatever. Yeah. We'll have some things for y'all. Yes, yes, yep. yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We'll be back tomorrow, Thursday. Catch y'all at four o'clock. On the dot. Please. We'll see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!